everyone, and welcome to episode 83 of the Rishi's Radio Podcast, your place for horological hot takes, taboo topics, and often unpopular watch opinions. As always, my name is Schmidt, and I'm joined by my good buddy. You guys know him. You love him. Mr. Bro Dinky. Bro, what's going on, my friend? A happy Memorial Day to you and everybody yes. else out there. We are recording on Memorial Day. Um, we decided not to drop the episode on Memorial Day. Um because most of our listenership is in the United States, and we didn't think anybody would be listening today, in addition to uh, just not detracting from the holiday yes. here in the States. Yeah. Uh, almost almost feels wrong to to take away from it after our episode with the guys from the Anti-Watch Watch Club. So yeah. um, to those who are actively serving, we appreciate you. And to those who are inactive or otherwise, we uh, thank you for your service. So big ups to all you out there helping us as... Uh, a functional unit here in this country. We appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and lastly, and and certainly not least important of all, but uh, to those who who are no longer around that made the ultimate sacrifice. Of course, yeah. That's uh, that's I think the important distinction too. Not a lot of to great service members around, forgotten. but uh, you can't forget the ones that that are no longer with us for for the military service. So, um, thank you to to everyone out there that that has served, will serve, um, know somebody that served. Uh, it means a lot. For sure, it's not just it's not just about the burgers and dogs today. Although, as much fun as that is, I know kick back with a brewski. <laughs> Good old American brewski. That's that's right. what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, how was your uh, Memorial Day overall? It was good. Uh, spent some time with the fam. Uh, celebrated an anniversary uh, with the wife. So seven year anniversary over the weekend, and. Uh, Decided, you know what? Why spend the anniversary on us two? Let's uh, let's take the kiddos out, and and we took them to a to a local splash park, splash pad kind of thing here in 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 our city. So the girls had a blast. Um, I got way too hot, way too burned, but uh, it was fun <laughs> uh, being outside and and enjoying the the weather. It was great. Very nice. How about Very you? Nice. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I worked. Um, Oof. Thankfully, thankfully, given my my newer job. Uh, I'm, I'm not non-existent this weekend. Like I was able to, um, hang out a little bit and, and make a few appearances of things. And I actually, I got my Friday and Saturday off, which were nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but just due to, due to, as I mentioned, my, my interesting staffing situation, I, I worked a nice 6am to 7pm today. So that was cool. Yeah. Not yeah. really, but you know, put, put <laughs> Put on a nice, a nice barbecue for the folks down down at the spot I'm at, and uh, we had a good time. Yeah, and you know, here I am. <laughs> it's kind of I came home, kind of said hi to my my family was over with my wife and kids, so it was kind of kind of nice to see everybody. Okay. But aside from that, just uh, hanging out mostly. You know, I had a a, a beer after I got home, just kind of took it all in. Hopped in a shower and I'm ready to go here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So let's, I guess, hit the new stuff real quick. Um, A lot of new stuff. Yeah. A lot of new (laughs) stuff in the past like 48 hours, which is kind of nuts. But uh, this whole episode is going to be a little bit about new stuff. Not necessarily new in the immediate, but you'll see. Um, Let's, I guess, start with, let's start with the tag Monaco skeleton. Right, I usually don't like skeleton watches. I kind of dig this one. This one's it's interesting. 
It's got some neat little pieces about it. You can have it in three different flavors. So there's a, a blue sandblasted dial. There's a black sandblasted dial with a sandblasted titanium case and red accents. There's a black sandblasted dial with DLC sandblasted titanium <laughs> case and turquoise accents. Funny part yeah. about that one is it kind of looks like it belongs in the Seiko like night collection that they put out recently, <laughs> right? Does it not? It, it does. Now that you mentioned it, I can't unsee that. And now what I'm thinking is Seiko Ultimate Troll, bring back the Seiko Monaco oh, from God. the old days in that colorway and oh, look no. what you got. Look what oh, you got, no. an affordable version of this Swiss watch, you know? Do what you do. That's what you, that's what you do, Seiko. Undercover. Yeah. That's what we love yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i think it's a cool release i think it looks good um you know it's again, edgy I, it's I, edgy for sure it's I, edgy for sure i really don't usually like the skeletonized look i usually find it kind of illegible i i don't find that case here i like the way that the loom plots are laid out i'm getting a little bit and i, I might be dating myself here i don't know if if, if you're gonna get this one but as a kid who grew up in the 90s, there was an 80s movie I used to watch called Short Circuit. Are you familiar with this one? Oh, yeah, of course. So Johnny classic Five. Johnny Five, right? First of all, hilarious that <laughs> th this movie Absolutely. is so classically 80s because not only is it is it just like something Outlandish about like the wild future. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> you know? But it, they had, I don't know if you know this, the guy who develops him, they couldn't they they decided they couldn't find an Indian actor. That's 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 Fisher Stevens posing as a as a brown guy. Huh. Like the actor. There's an actor, Fisher Stevens. He's I think he was in what was he in recently? Succession, I think he was in recently. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's he's been a long time actor and he and he's like, you know, wearing the makeup and doing the whole taboo thing that people didn't really think about much back then. But it's it just such with What's funny too, isn't there like four short circuits? Like there was like a whole like saga. there's at least two. <laughs> there's at least two that I there's, know. There's a collection of these movies somewhere. It's kind of ridiculous. But, but as yeah, I, I totally as I looked that. as I looked at the watch, right, and I see the first one with the blue accents, and then I flip to the next one, and it's darker and it's got red accents. Yeah. All yeah. I can think of is when Johnny Five gets pissed off. Yeah, and, his, and he gets red, right? When the gang assaults him and he he go he decides to take it out on them and he goes red and I was like, "Oh man, this is great." Like, I love that movie. So, <laughs> just a funny funny nostalgic callback oh there. Anybody, anybody who's, who grew up in the same time frame as me will hopefully get that one, but just something that came across my brain as I was looking at it. Yeah. I'll uh, maybe I'll, I'll, th I'll draw that one up for the for the episode post. <laughs> but uh, but otherwise, yeah, I think it's a cool release. I, I'm also going to say I think it's interesting what Tag is doing recently there. It seems like they've got them. They're trying to step up something there. I don't know what that something is yet, but they are stepping up something. Well, they started with their image. I mean, they've had the gauze, but they've kind of brought on sort of this newer, hipper, younger generation of like yeah. actors and actresses and things yeah. as sort of their ambassadors. I know they got, um, who is it? Madeline Klein. They've got Alexandra Daddario is a personal favorite of mine. Um, mm, it, <laughs> among, yeah, uh, uh -huh. Among a couple other people, but it, it seems like they're trying to do some some outreach here, trying to get maybe get their hooks back in the the younger generations, kind of where they yeah. were back in the nineties, where 
like we always talk about, Tag was kind of like second fiddle fiddle Rolex at that point. So yeah, I mean, and and, and man, maybe not so much in quality, but at least in recognition. Yes, right, like like yeah, brand, brand awareness, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I have to say, I mean, I think you know we're seeing a a, a new generation of Tag, which I do like. Um, I think maybe our you know twenty six year old affectionately young CEO is maybe somewhat getting a grasp on what the direction should be for the brand. Um, I think, you know, we had a couple good hits, you know, the new Carrera collection, you know, when the, when the gauze movie came out earlier this year or at the end of last year was, was very well received. Um, I bought into the marketing. I was like, yeah, I could see myself owning this silver dial tag Carrera, you know, non chrono on a black leather strap. (laughs) It looks cool. And then we had the 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 launch of the the kind of colorful dials, which we'll get in uh, in a moment. And then um, we saw the glass box um, sapphire versions debut to Watches and Wonders. Yes, the kind of heritage throwback, which I think was very well received. You and I had kind of predicted that that was going to happen, uh, and it made sense. Our prediction came true. Uh, and now this is kind of a, an out of a left field thing for me, but I think it it works. Um, I will say personally, however, uh, this this misses one key collectible thing for me personally that that I would have loved to see on this watch, but you know it might have been just the, the limitation of its design or the movement that they could have utilized that maybe this wasn't possible. But for me, I love the collection. I think it's edgy. I love the way they integrated the loom on the dials as well because it kind of makes like a geometric shape too. Yeah, it's neat. Uh, which is interesting. But for me, I the the killer for this watch is I hate the monacos with crowns on the right side. Ah, okay. The crown should always be on the left, as was per the original monaco. So had this done that, it would have been Chef's kiss for me. <laughs> um, I still love it. I still think it's awesome. It's just that one little thing is is my gripe about it. Um, that, that I could see that other collectors might also feel the same way. So, um, you know, if you're not familiar with the original Monaco's, the crown was always on the left side, but the pushers were always on the right side. It was kind of this opposite asymmetrical thing that made it really cool. So tag, that's my only miss. But other than that, I think you made a really cool watch. I agree. Uh, let's talk Breitling. Breitling has been sort of MIA recently i think haven't they like I think everybody's sort of mentioned that at this point I, you know but and the thing is it's weird is like they've been mia but like what they've dropped is like rebuildings of stuff that they've previously dropped before and they've done it again and they did it again and i was super confused and and this drop i think if I, correct me if i'm wrong bro it really happened kind of over the weekend in kind of like a subtle release because I didn't see anybody really talking about it, at least not that 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 caught you know my radar right off the bat. And I saw somebody post about it from like a watch dealer store, and I was like, "You're posting about this AV watch that's been out for like five years or something like that." And then come to find out, it's a new version of forty two millimeter. Right, the old one is forty six. Yeah, I'm like. Well, your first mistake was making a 46 millimeter version of this watch. (laughs) Um, You know, that was your first mistake. And then the second mistake is you're making the same watches again. 
Now they just happen to be smaller. It's weird. It's like the car collection one we, yes. we talked about recently. Absolutely. This doesn't make sense at all to me. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like this year at least, Breitling seems a little creatively bankrupt. I, I mean, maybe that's a stretch, but you know, I think about kind of the stuff that came out most recently. We've had. You know their their capsule collections. We've had, you know the you know when the cars collection first came out, like it was noteworthy. We had the update to the Super Ocean, um, all you know the the kind of advancement of the Premier line as well. But you know now you're looking at at Breitling stuff, and it's like, it's the same. Yeah, it's a little strange, especially because I felt like they were trending in the right direction. I felt like they had a bit of a little, you know, kindling going on when they were dropping the chronomats and things like that. They were giving you something different. Exactly. They were giving you something a little fresh, a little. And it still felt a, brightling. Right. It still little, felt like brightling. A little bit of a new take on on the brand, kind of what like what Tag is doing now. But right. I mean, they they had that whole thing where, you know, George Kern was driving the plane and it was like. We've got all these models coming out. And then since then, I mean, look, I don't know if they're they're doing a lot of turnover internally or something, or no if idea. they are preparing for a major pivot, maybe. So they're just sort of doing this to tread yeah. water for now. I mean, that 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 could make sense, right? Right. Just do just do just you know, kind of mail it in a little bit, turn some new products so you don't become irrelevant. But also, you know, nothing too crazy or too noteworthy where it could really stir the pot if you are making a change. Maybe that's what's coming on. And maybe that's what's happening. Because this, to me, this is just a very, like, basic launch. Oh, cool. The same watch has been in 46 millimeter for the last three years and now in 42. And you have to ask yourself, is that, is like this collection even still relevant? Because I know not... for a fact, like for me, when this when this collection first came out, the AV watches first came out. I loved them. I absolutely loved them. I thought they were cool. I thought they were the right mix between vintage Breitling and kind of new Breitling. And then I looked at the specs and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This is a 46 millimeter watch. I thought Kern was trying to rein in the sizes, not in inflate them. And so I was like, this is a mistake. And sure enough, you know, from all the people that I've talked to that, ha that have Breitling contracts and that can sell the brand, the AV collection sells to very few people because the size is so polarizing. It's Breitling from the 2000s. And, you know, this is obviously a step in the right direction, but is it a little too, you know, is it a little bit too late? You know? Yeah, it's it's just weird. It's just, it's weird. I mean, again, the watches look good. They, yeah, they're they not don't bad watches. Bad. That's the funny part. They're not bad watches. They're they're not nice, at all. You know, pilot inspired chronographs. They they each match up with a some form of legendary aircraft like Correct. Mustang. It's a cool concept. It's a cool watch. It's just we've we've had this one already. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't know if this is also too, you know, Breitling trying to bring their prices down as well. Because these are under six thousand dollars or so, fifty-eight hundred, I think. I saw. Yeah, fifty around fifty-eight, fifty-eight, fifty-nine, something like that. So this is kind of like 
probably the best looking value for money Brightling Chrono on the market, maybe. I mean, I, I think it's probably pretty safe to say that, especially because okay. it's got the old school, you know, sub dial layout, right? The right. 369, not like the 6912 layout, like on some of the old value 7750 variant movements. Yep. Uh, where you know right off the bat that this is a value, it's a wrist swinger. Um, but you know this this collection looks good, and you know you have you have your choice of like bracelet or strap, and the bracelet's kind of like this you know classic Breitling, like the the sideways link. I don't know how they or the diagonal link. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like I don't know what the, the official name is for, but like the classic quintessential like 2000s Breitling bracelet. Where somehow they made links diagonal. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking still, like the uh, aerospace. I think has it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, right. And and some of the old Navitimers used to have it too. Yeah. Um, but cool bracelet design, very brightling. A pain in the butt to size, though. I One would assume. <laughs> well, it, it's because it has like two screws for each link, and so you have to like remove. Like you have to remove both screws. One part of the link literally comes out. The other part slides out, and then you have to remove like two links to remove one link. It's really, it's yeah. really complicated. Anybody who's ever sized an old Navitimer bracelet knows exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, it, it's a, uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a pain in the butt, uh, for sure. But good looking watches. I just don't know if it's a little bit too late. Yeah, I'm wondering if we're gonna find out down the road exactly. What's going on here? Did you see that they also launched a collection of university watches? I did not. I'm I'm literally just looking at the website, clicking through things. And sure enough, yeah. I have been known to find watches this way randomly, but <laughs> I will look. So these are so these are part of the endurance collection. And it looks like they have only a few schools represented so far, but there's University of Michigan, the U.S. Naval Academy, Alabama, and Princeton. Strange. So basically, it's the endurance collection everybody knows in those respective colorways that match up with the school colors. And then the subdial at 6 o'clock has the school's emblem or logo in it. I was like Princeton, kind of weird. Um, I'll Super weird. Them here, but again, this just seems like another mail it in type of situation for me, right? Like, you really think Princeton kids are wearing this kind of like large orange endurance? Like to me, if you were really doing a college matchup, like this is kind of like Super Ocean Heritage or like Premier territory. You yeah, know what you I mean? would think so. Like, just based on the aesthetic or the caliber of what that school is really known for. Like, I could see Michigan. I could see Alabama. But Naval Academy? Like, why not do a diver? <laughs> you know what I mean? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. And again, you know, price points are low. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Speaking of Naval Academy, I totally forgot. Uh, I went to this pretty sweet thing over the weekend. That was... Uh, it was basically the the... I think it was the Navy and the Marines were flying helicopters and like landing them at a local park by me. And like oh, cool. you could go and like check it out and like sit in them and stuff. So, you know, you take the kids cause they're into that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but obviously 
I'm I'm there with them and my wife's staring at me because she knows what I'm doing, trying to sneak a peek at everybody's wrist who's around. <laughs> uh not nothing too crazy. I, I I saw one or two uh interesting picks. I, I think I saw that black uh titanium Hamilton I really like. Okay. All yeah. right. That's a that's a nice choice. Yeah, um a lot of G Shock. Uh any any uh citizen nighthawks or <laughs> Blue Angels, Citizen Blue. Angels. You know, I I didn't I didn't see anything on that level. Um, the pilots all, were also wearing like jumpsuits, so they really didn't have uh their wrists ex- too exposed. But it, yeah. it was cool. It was cool to kind of just go out there and check it out and see uh see what the whole thing was about. But yeah, for sure. But very neat, neat overall. Um, yeah, totally forgot about that in the the beginning of the show, <laughs> but. <laughs> Hey, you know, it happens. It, it certainly do. It certainly do. All right. Uh, next up, we'll do the Aquastar 60. Aquastar, a, a brand that you and I are both a fan of. They are now releasing this model. Called, it's inspired by the Model 60, which came out in 1960 and mm-hmm. was among one of the first watches to go to the ocean floor uh, on expedition, of course. Uh, this watch is 37 millimeters, 11 thick, Lejeune Pere movement. Comes in under a thousand bucks at 990 on strap. I, this is everything I like about this brand. It's clean. It's got a vintage look to it. It's it. Th- they didn't do too much with the patina, which I like. And it, yeah, it's just a nice little package. I mean, this these are the kind of watches that I look for right now, like that I'm just into. Um, I like these H cases overall. I. Yeah, I was gonna say the H case is really making a big comeback. It it really is. I mean, it's a, it's a nice case because it's it's pretty it's pretty slim. It's got uh, both directions. It, whether it be sitting on your wrist or sort of looking directly at it, it's got sort of a, a slim profile both ways. It's a it's a nice concise package. You can you can get it down to a thirty seven, thirty eight, and not feel like you're kind of underselling your diver, which I feel like can happen if you are trying to shrink a diver. Let's say like yeah. you know yeah. It's it. It could be tough if you, you're trying to drop like a Willard that small. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. It might look just way too condensed, but um. But yeah, I really like them, and I Aquastar is a brand that I really like overall. I mean, I'm yet to get my hands on one like um and really fiddle around with it. I mean, I've seen them. I've seen them in person. I just have never really got the chance to do some fondling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like them. I like this too. You know, it's it's kind of basic, but. I like it. I like the steel bezel. I'm in. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's it's certainly a cool design. I mean, obviously a, a blast from the past from a very historic diving watch brand. It's good to see them diversifying kind of away from, from some of the other models that they've been, you know, proliferating over the last couple of years. We've gotten um, a lot of color from them recently. A lot of yes. green, a lot of blue, you know? Yeah, exactly. And this is very much the opposite of that. Yes. It's just like very sterile. utilitarian, very sterile, black, H case brushed out from the center, brushed out bezel, tropic strap. <laughs> like it's quintessentially no fuss, no frills, 1960s diver. Like something that you would buy up, buy at the dive shop as a tool. And you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll get that alongside my regulator. You're like, that to me is very cool. I also love that, like, the first, uh, the first few people that actually pre ordered this watch would get like a, a, a diving compass. To go with their watch, I I'm, like, that that. Is, I'm like that. Is that is so gangster and so very cool. Um, 
I, I think obviously, you know, this is something that doesn't really cost much of anything, but uh, it's just kind of a subtle nod to like how people used to do it. Like they used to have their diving watch with their compass mounted on their strap and be able to to use it. And you would wear that right next to your depth gauge. And that's how you were tracking your bottom time. Like it's old school way of doing it. Um, still very functional today. If you really needed, you know, to, to do that and didn't have a, a dive computer a handy. Um, very cool to see them to kind of honor that tradition, which is exactly when this, this watch was in its, in its heyday in its golden era of diving. So 1960s, 1970s. Um, so it's cool to see that. Very simple design. I love it. I think um, Jason Heaton did like a photo series with this one. Um, I forget who for, but he did like a picture shot of him like underwater diving with this watch. And to me, honestly, for the money, I would rather have this watch over a Black Bay 54. Hot take, but this is a way cooler watch, especially at that same millimeter size. I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I happened to take in a, an article somebody sent me recently and it was, um, I guess, uh, watches of espionage did a best watches under a thousand dollars, asked a few people to contribute to it. And they all kind of gave their own, some of them were military dudes. Some of them were just kind of random people. And, uh, this is going to kind of tie into our topic as, as we go here, because, you know, we this week we're we're going to talk a little bit about sort of the 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 summer watch and everything, at least recent ones. But um, you know, it's it's funny people have been DMing me sort of recently because we were talking about how watch media is a little bit stale and yeah, how it's yeah. it's it's just a little it feels just very uh, advertisement driven recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of people have said they felt that, that they felt like the content has been kind of dull, that it's been a little bit less fun, that it's been a lot more about the sales. And, I, mean, you know, that could be for a multitude of reasons, right? That could be just trying to increase revenue, right? The more you the more you put out the ads, the more you're going to try to convert sales, et cetera, et cetera. I understand that. Right. Um, but anyway, so getting back to this article and – you know, this is just uh, like a, a prime example of this kind of hit me in the face when I was looking at it. And, you know, they got they have some some military dudes and one guy picked an Arnie. I thought it was neat. Like. There's a few de- neat picks in there as well, but so it gets to uh, gets to Eric Wind. What what watch does he pick? Oh, yes, I remember this. You told me about that. Uh, Rowing Blazers Seiko 5. You have a thousand dollars to spend on a watch. Best watch under a thousand dollars. Look, no shade. I'm not talking shit, but like, <laughs> the, to me, that was like, <laughs> I don't know if that's a feeble attempt or if it's just uh, what it is. You know, it's it's. Oh god! I guess it's disappointing. First of all, you have an opportunity to highlight a watch that, you know, maybe you want to shed some light on. Maybe you think is not getting the credit it deserves. Your price point yeah, especially is, with your reach right and your price point is also a thousand dollars so instead you pick a one that you push and i mean i don't know if i don't know if a single person would pick that seiko i could pick a seiko under a thousand easily but yeah absolutely that sure. one i think i don't think you'd get one person 
<laughs> it certainly would not be my again first it's choice. not it's not this has not like this isn't a personal vendetta or anything it's just i was just like <sighs> no you're calling it like you see it and and i'm the same way i'm like when you told me this story i was just laughing laughing absolutely laughing because i know how silly it is and i know how ridiculous it is and again it's about you know uh uh pushing the product right and it's not even a product that you necessarily love but we're telling you to consume the product and be ready for the next product drop. And you better be ready to consume that too. You know, it's going to have feels and a thousand dollars. Really? That's your goal. And you picked that watch. I mean, and that's, so that's, I can't remember the retail and it's like four fifty. but even then those Seikos you're getting, you can get those Seikos for like, two for like 200 bucks. Yeah. That not, not that branded Seiko, but that model of Seiko in, a, in yeah. its more basic form. And, you know, we've we talked about sort of our gripes with that, right? That it, it's kind of been nerfed down from what the SKX was. And, you know, we, we know that they've kind of tried to put their sort of streetwear spin on it and make it a little more friendly for everybody to wear overall. But, you know, a lot of the charm sort of went out the window with its transition away from, the sort of the skx lineage to that yeah yeah yeah. and again you're you're leaving a ton of money on the table the specs aren't great you know style's okay size is okay the the bracelet that comes on that isn't all that great like i don't know it just it just rubbed me very awkwardly and i was just like man this is exactly what i've been talking about yep you know so i don't know i don't know you know, again, it's not, it's not, I have nothing to be sour over. There's no sour grapes or anything. It's just, it's this, these are the kind of things that I, I, I want to stay away from. And I, that people apparently come to us for, because again, I got no skin in the game. You're not selling anything on your end. So yep, we're just kind of telling it as it is from our perspective. And again, I'm not, I don't think we, I don't think we're right all the time, but I think we, we hit it on the head some of the time. And then, that's good enough for me. I, I would I would lean more to we hit it on the head more so than we don't. You know, I'm the type of person that I like to I like to acknowledge that I don't know everything and I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like no, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know everything either. Nobody does, right? But I think we 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 do pretty well with our predictions, pretty well with our opinions, and I think a lot of people really do drive with it and, and they do like it. So what are you gonna do? We're just gonna keep doing us. Yeah. So anyways, uh, people kind of sharing our sentiment with that. And I, I think that uh, hopefully that'll they'll keep ringing true. But we're also going to bring you some of that stuff a little later. But first, I think the moment everybody's been waiting for here is we haven't talked about the AP Spider-Man Turbion. Oh, God. Why did, why did you remind me about this dumpster fire? Oh, uh, this, this is I honestly say, this honestly to me is why the CEO of AP is moving on. <laughs> <laughs> they saw they saw the Black Panther watch and they're like, "You wait, you came back for a second as if we weren't already humiliated enough. You gotta you gotta drag our name back through the mud again." I would no. say the most redeeming quality of this watch is that they moved Spider Man so that his his nutsack yeah, so his would junk, not be the tourbillon. Yes, yeah. They learned, at least from Black Panther, that they were like, I don't need to see that that meme of the guy sitting on the bed again. Can you just imagine this to me, though? Like, how many people saw that 
went through all the different phases of product development, of research and development, of, you know, all the different test groups and everybody that they put in front of that rendering when the Black Panther watch came out and nobody thought, hey, what happens if we put the hands at 630? You know, <laughs> I saw somebody comment that they, these watches are not for any of us. These watches are for no, they're not. They're, it's it's basically for Kevin LeBron. Hart. You yeah, know what I mean? It's for yeah. LeBron. And I was I like, mean, I guess I, it's true. But again, look, you want to talk about you want to talk about you know, like you know, everyone used to say, oh, you know, the Moon Swatch came out. And it's devaluing Omega's brand image. Right, it's it's undercutting the brand image because it's bringing it to a lower tiered level. This is, in my opinion, is actually doing that because do you know how hard that is to do with a hundred ninety five thousand Swiss franc price point to devalue your brand. <sighs> that takes talent. That almost this almost feels like. Did you ever see the Seinfeld episode where George is trying to get fired? Yes. Where I think it's the Mets offer him a deal and he wants to get canned from the Yankees. So he's dragging the championship trophy around the parking lot and stuff. And he's just doing absurd things. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this feels like. Anything. It's like, he's a like, Black Panther Turbion and it's going to look like the Turbion is right between his legs. It's going to be hilarious. It didn't get him canned. All right. I got one more bullet up the sleeve. We're going to get double dip. We're going to go Spider Man. Yeah. And it's going to be after, everything. After they did a global announcement that they were partnering with Marvel. And I was like, oh, great. One of the most expensive watch companies on the planet is partnering with one of the most ubiquitous IPs in the world that everybody knows. And these models are going to take everything you like about the Royal Oak and not use them. No bracelet, <laughs> right? The, the, the best part of the Royal Oak is the bracelet. Oh, my No gosh. bracelet, right? We're going to give it an ugly strap. We're going to put it in really strange, dark colorways. We're going to give it cartoony characters. <sighs> It's it's hideous. Like, just take this and we'll just put a little box together and we'll put the Black Panther Torbjorn and we'll put the Nespresso Hublot and we'll put this one inside and we'll just seal it and then drop it off in the middle of the ocean. I was going to say, we're going to bury it at sea, right? With with yeah, Megatron. Just, it's, yeah, right? exactly. Megatron gonna, and Bin Laden. We're going to drop him off a boat to the bottom of the ocean. Hopefully nobody finds him. Yeah, exactly. Uh... I mean... This to me, and again, I don't really know what direction AP is going. I don't, uh, I don't know what what way Co's boyfriend, um, the former CEO of uh, of AP, uh, is is now doing. Did they say where he's going? No. Which to me is not a good thing. Not not that I saw at least. I'm sure maybe someone because I didn't I didn't see it either, and that's why I was kind of I was kind of uh, tripping out because. You know, he was really the face of AP for, for what, 10 years, something like that. Um, and he really helped to kind of bring them into the cult collector status. Because let's be honest, AP 10 years ago was a joke. They had distribution points all over the world that were garbage. You know, um, they used to be exclusively sold through retailers, not through boutiques. And they were just, you know, they would take a 50% cut, 40% cut off margins. They were being discounted like crazy. Nobody wanted them. It was not a brand that was desirable for anyone. And then all of a sudden, this guy really takes over and he starts to to weed out the issues. They started getting rid of AD partners that were not uh, not exclusive enough for them. 
They started getting rid of people that were discounting their prices. They started moving into the monobrand boutique stores. They started doing allocation pieces, and they just started driving up their notoriety within the industry, within celebrities and all these people, and it made them the brand that they are now. This, to me, is the opposite effect of that, and it's almost like AP decided, hey, we need to go into an entirely new demographic, an entirely new generation of AP. Let's just flip the script 180, bring a complete outsider from no watch background, and we'll bring in a woman from the cosmetics industry. And I'm like, wait, what? And again, nothing against her resume. She's probably deserved to be there. It just seems very strange that it's completely the opposite of who the previous CEO was. Maybe it's because he loves Marvel. I don't know. You know, I was really waiting for the Hulk one. That would have at least been cool. You know, that would really tweak a lot of people because, you know, there's already a Hulk. So <laughs> you want to make an offshore diver in green with the Hulk on it? That would be a, a real tweak. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, and it's funny. This watch actually dropped, I think, on the day we did our episode or our episode drop. Our, our episode dropped last week. And so I had to mention it last week being like, I'm sorry you're going to have to wait a week for the Spider-Man Turbion <laughs> take, but yeah. it'll be kind. Somebody commented, somebody commented, wait, we're, you mean you didn't pick Spider-Man Turbion for 007? I was like, no, 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 I did not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, definitely not. Just to send it out to the bottom of the ocean, we could just be done with it. Yeah. All right, let's round this out with uh actually one that kind of we we've sort of teased at this one before, sort of not knowing. Um Zodiac put out a super sea wolf <laughs> yes. in the exact colorway we wanted. So it's it's <laughs> the sort Gulf of colorway. like the almost almost identical to the Gulf. Um, I think it might be just a little bluer than it is green on the original Gulf, but it's still you're getting the the very light blue, sort of sky blue and orange motif on this one. And uh, yeah, we kind of asked for it, and here it is. So you're getting it in the Super Seawolf package. You can get a, a Jubilee bracelet. And uh, yeah, like we said in our, our previous, it was either last week or two weeks ago, man. They just yeah. they nail it with the colors, and they just keep doing it. And, and that's what's going to keep them going right now, right? Because, yeah. I mean, they're operating in that very competitive price point. They've made a lot of strides uh, as far as brand image goes recently. You know, our, our buddy Mike's been doing a good job with that. Yeah, and absolutely. Their outreach. But uh, the number one thing I think that has sort of drawn people to them even before that, sort of in the even probably in the pre-pandemic era was their their use of color. Right. The original the the gulf that I, I always hearken back to that the the watermelon, the 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 lime green one that I have. It's yep. These are the, the the really fun pieces that they've put out that sort of always caught your eye and sort of drew, drew you over to them. So I think they just got to keep hammering away at it. These are fun. They're cool. Um, I do think this is a limited because their social has posted get it before it's gone. I mean, they, they generally kind of do even yeah, but they their do regular like production. little runs. They do yeah, like runs. Their regular production is usually little runs too. So I don't know if it's limited to a number or if it's just going to be it's here till it's not type of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like it. It's neat. No, I I, I loved it. I, I immediately sent it to you when I saw it on social today and I was like, oh, we, we were literally just talking about you. 
Uh, it's nice to see you return. Uh, but you know, I think you know one of the biggest you know hallmarks for for Zodiac right now as a brand is is the use of color. I think you know kind of the penultimate example of this is the skeleton that they came out with a few weeks ago, like with this crazy bezel with all the rainbow colors yeah. and everything. Like to me, that's just cool. Um, I think it was an original idea. It was a way to incorporate the rainbow design without going into like a gem set bezel like everybody else is doing. You know, still offer it at a very attractive price point and make it fun and unique. Oh, and by the way, you threw in a skeletonized movement, right? Like to me, that is cool. Uh, this this extension of that of that watch is also something that I like. Um, it's a great addition to the Super Sea Wolf. Those colors just work very well together, anyway. Um, and it was kind of cool that we we kind of forecasted this and we didn't even realize it. Um, and just so you guys know, if you are looking on the website, this is not the version to be confused with the previous generation, which is kind of like a white dial, white bezel with the orange accents. Right. Um, this one has light blue on the bezel scale and kind of like a silvery dial with the orange accents. So right. a little bit of those, different. Uh, reminiscent of those old Bakelite blue bezels. Yeah, exactly. And and I really wish they would bring that watch back. Like the 53 Bakelite black dial light blue bezel that that's that's what i really they want. should release that in as like their their like uh i don't want to call it like a super watch but like their their souped up version you know what i mean they should make that one chronometer spec right deck it yeah. out like all bells and whistles you know charge a little extra for it you know get some money for your time but yeah if you're gonna bring that one back you know make it the one yeah I, people I, go I, after it People take yeah, people. you just go full send. Yep. Yeah, 100%. exactly. We we got a little bit of that light blue touch in some of the other models from previous collections that they did. But I think if you did the 53 again, black dial, fake light, you know, blue bezel, old school kind of hands with a little line down the center of them. I yep. think that that vibe would be would be awesome. So uh, I love it. Great choice, Zodiac. Good job, Mike. <laughs> nice to know somebody's listening out there. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So as I kind of alluded to earlier, um, last year around this time, a little before, we were talking summer watches. Sort of. We we sort of just breezed over our ideas of what's you know, a great summer watch is and sort of made our picks based on what, what we've sort of uh, had our eye on uh, this time around, given that it's the warm season again, uh, we wanted to pick from a smaller pool. So we kind of limited it to watches that came out at least within, within the past past year about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do think a couple of the ones we talked about today probably fit the bill. I'm sure that Aquastar would make a great summer watch. Yeah, absolutely. And that's I'm a sure. new release, right? Yeah, I'm sure that Zodiac would make a great summer watch, especially yep. in those colors, right? And the fact you can get both on um, Tropics never hurts. Perfect. Because, yeah, I, it's just bracelets in the summer, man. Wrist swelling, sweating, yeah. chafe. Or or taking the kids to the splash park, you know. Yeah. Uh, got to have a gotta have a rubber strap of some type. Yeah, absolutely. Or a NATO. Yeah. So those would fit the bill nicely, but... Uh, those aside, uh, you and I both did a little, little picking around, and I, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I, 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 like you said earlier, this was a little tougher than I thought. 
I definitely went back and sort of uh, combed over some ideas that we've had from past episodes and sort of looked at um, just some of the newer stuff that was released because it, it's hard to remember. I mean, between yeah, Watches it is. Wonders, between Moon's Watches, between, you know, all these different things that drop, you sort of forget about models here and there. So I definitely went back and sort of checked those out. Um, I will lead it off with uh, this model of Citizen is not necessarily new, but these they dropped newer ones recently this year. Um, it is the Citizen Suyosa, T-S-U-Y-O-S-A. Um, these are these little sort of fun, you know, I'm, I'm sure some people would, say that these are sort of in the vein of the the op craze with the colorways and stuff yeah, because they, yeah. they drop these in a, in a in a few different colors i know some people who had them in yellow probably probably over a year ago but this year they dropped a blue a light blue and sort of a turquoise sort of gradient fume looking one yeah um, they come on a, a, a they come with a cyclops they come on a uh integrated bracelet these remind me a lot of the little Seiko that I have that I talk about a lot. It's like a little 37 millimeter Seiko. And it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it, you know, from far away, you would have thought it was, it was a Swiss dress watch and it's not, but this is sort of <laughs> the same idea. That's the like, one you have on the Jubilee, right? Like yes, the little, yes. the little banger Jubilee. Right. And it does that one. It doesn't come on a Jubilee, but I, I sort of swapped it to a Jubilee yeah. for that reason, because I, a, they're just my favorite bracelets and B um, the one it comes with isn't great. But uh, this one comes on sort of an interesting. It's it almost looks like a president style bracelet. But yeah, um, you know, you get a cyclops. You get some pretty pretty neat dial work on these, and they're just they're fun. I mean, they retail I think at four fifty. I've seen them in the low twos. You know, you're yeah. not gonna yeah they retail, not gonna pay they definitely retail four fifty. Um, you know so, what this actually does, reminds me a lot more of now that you said president. It reminds that? me of the oyster courts. Oh, totally. Yep. Right, like yeah, I'm the oyster that. quartz case, it's a little bit more rounded than it is blocky, but it reminds me a lot of the oyster quartz, especially like the president oyster quartz that that had those those types of bracelets. Yeah, I totally agree. Now that you said that, um, but yeah, it's it's a cool little model, nothing flashy, but definitely fun, definitely summer colors. Um, yeah, something you can wear out and around without worrying too much about it, right? Even if you're gonna wear it. You know, whatever you bring going around with the kids, if they decide it's a cool to watch, I decide to I, pry I keep, it off your wrist, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I I keep looking at the turquoise one, not to be like basic, but like it does look really good. But you and know, four hundred fifty bucks, like I'm not gonna sweat it. You know what I mean? It's like it's certainly not turquoise in the the vein of the the Tiffany craze. I mean, this is a very sea green turquoise. Right. Yeah. Unless you're talking about the sky blue one. Maybe that's what I'm talking about. So I'm looking at there's like Oh, a, you're talking about the Fume one, right? Yeah. No, that's not that's not the one I'm that looking at. That one's very about the, You're talking about okay, so you're talking about it's, it's a little bit of a sky yeah, the blue. Sky blue, yeah. Again, definitely way bluer than Tiffany, I would say. This is yeah. It's probably sky blue if I had to put my finger on it. Um yeah. It just looks good though. It does. It looks really good, and I think I think overall that's kind of like the the number one theme that I found um, this year for for me in, in summer watches. It's color. 
And I think, you know, before when we were thinking about summer watches, it was always like, oh, diver this, water resistance right, this, 100%. NATO, com ca NATO compatibility here. The one thing that I found that is the most reoccurring theme here in all the stuff that 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 you certainly are, are, are probably picking and I and I am going to pick as well is the idea of color. And for me, that leads me to my first pick, which I've seen this watch. I love this watch. I really want this watch. It's not in the budget right now. But uh, but very cool timepiece, uh, and that's part of the Aquaterra collection. The new shades, specifically the saffron dial. Um, so this is kind of more that orangey color. Yeah. Um, it's phenomenal in person. It doesn't look like it in the photo renderings. I know that Omega always is notoriously bad for their photo renderings on the website. Um, but when you see this watch in person. It goes from like a bright tangerine orange to kind of like a you know an old gold color. It That's what I'm a, getting from the It's at it. it is really good, and I love it. I love the 38 millimeter size, and I know you and I and you and I have talked about that. A lot of brands are kind of coming back into more of a conservative size range for most people, uh, and I think this is a great you know great watch. It's going to make a punch. This to me is like the perfect you know linen shirt. South Beach with a cocktail lounging out on the sand. Like, this is kind of that vibe. And for me, I want to, 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 to picture that. If you, if you could use, you know, a modern term, right? A lot of young people do the, the golden hour. If you can encapsulate that idea of the golden hour, like the sunsets going down, you get that beautiful golden rush across the sky. That is literally what this watch looks like in real life. And to me, that is always going to be evocative of summer, cracking a brew, watching the sun go down on the beach, doing something like that in fun vacation mode. And to me, that's that's this watch. So you still get the Seamaster Aquaterra. It's still 150 meters, 38 millimeter. It's technically unisex. So if your wife wants to steal it or your husband wants to steal it or whoever wants to borrow the watch, um, if you guys share, I think it's a perfect sharing watch as well um not that people always do that but i know couples that do i think this would be a fantastic piece for a collection yeah and you get a few different flavors that could probably work as a summer watch maybe not all mm -hmm. of them you know maybe as much as i love the the terracotta i don't know if that'll I know. you can maybe that, that one is hot though it is hot no, like i mean that's that... i think that's everybody's favorite color yeah, um it is the hardest to get for sure too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I really like the green personally. Again, maybe yeah. a little too springy than summer. Uh, but yeah, definitely the saffron, definitely the blue. I could see. Um, I mean, these are great all arounders, right? This is sort of what the idea was when I think when they set out to make the Aquaterra was make an ideal all around watch, right? You're getting yeah. plenty of athleticism out of it. You're getting, you know. Great timekeeping, anti-mag properties, you know, very nice movements, good finishing, nice bracelets, great sizing. Like, it's just a great all-around watch, and it's sort of a can't miss. Like, if somebody's told me I'm considering Alcatara, I'd say, well, you know, can't go wrong there, right? It's Yeah, for sure. It's just what it is. So, you know, I, again, I think you can't really fault that pick. I think that'll work regardless. Um, yeah, good pick. and. 
like I said, you have different flavors. I'm yet to see any of the 34s. I've seen pictures of the 38s. I haven't seen any of the pictures of the 34s yet. Those sort of uh, pastelli ones that they came out mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. I was curious about. Yeah, something. they're 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 out too. I mean, both collections are out. Um, I think most of all the models are 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 pretty widely represented now. The only exception being, from what I understand, is the terracotta. Yeah, the I mean, one that everyone wants is the hardest one to a, get for dope, for obvious reasons. It's a dope color. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, it is a dope color for sure. What are you gonna do? All right. Um, you know, I gotta say, one that we talked about sort of recently that that has stuck with me thinking about summer watches because again, you mentioned well, usually you think divers, usually you think you know orange Seikos or you know uh, your watermelon zodiacs or whatever. One that we talked about that struck a nerve with me because of both the design. I like the brand that that's doing it. I like the colors that it came out with was that, um, autodromo chronograph we saw recently. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, they have that one with the, the bright blue, um, sub dials and everything. It's, you know, it's reminiscent of those old rally cars. It's sporty. It's fun. You know they make a very nice wearable watch. If you've ever had an Autodromo, I have. Um, you know, it's a chronograph. Gives you something a little different to wear in the summer that maybe isn't a diver. Maybe isn't, you know, overly flamboyant with a, a gradations bezel or anything. Yeah. So I really like these. You know, you get a little bit of orange on some of them. You get a little bit of bright blue on some of them. Your typical blacks and whites. But I really like the layout. As I said, you know, in that episode we talked about it's sort of evocative of the Jujaro, which is yes legendary Seiko. Such a, such a good watch. Right? Such and a good watch. Or if you're an Alien fan, it's also sort of tied into the lore there. Yeah, the Ripley watch. Yep, the Ripley watch. So uh, just a neat watch all around. You know, that if you're into maybe, maybe you're not so much a beach person, but maybe you are into, you know, you're into the whole classic car scene. Maybe you have a classic car. Maybe you're just down to drive, right? If you're If you're into the that part of this the warm weather right because you don't want to be taking that stuff out in the winter right the salt the bad weather so if you're into that part of you know maybe you're somebody who hits up the car shows and stuff maybe that's perfect for you you know i i think i would really like to check one out again they're kind of hard to come by as far as just auto drummers in general because they they do the same thing they sort of just have a run and when they're out they're they're restock when i feel like it and (laughs) If you get one, good for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of the brands that I, I've spoken about this before. It's You just got to give it up to them. They have a very unique style. And if, if you like it, you're just you're in. And if you don't, yeah. it's fine. But you got to give them props for doing doing it sort of original and in their own right, you know, where they're yeah, not really their, following their anybody else's way. trend. It's their own way. And, 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 they, and you have to remember, too, when they first came out on the scene, there was nobody doing anything like what they were doing. You know, that was really a, a, a micro brand that really came out at the right time, doing something cool, focusing on, you know, kind of like the niche thing, like we're doing car watches, right? Like that in some way could be inspiration for something like brew, like we're making watches based off a of coffee. You know what I mean? Like it's very niche, mm-hmm. but uh, but you got to love it. Their designs are amazing. I will talk about Autodromo till I'm blue in the face. I love the brand. I love the product. I know people that own the product and they love it. Um, and it's just a very cool design. So great choice. I love it. Yeah. I remember being at, I, I think it was the first one I've ever went to. And I was listening to somebody at a booth saying, 
you know, working at a booth and they were sort of speaking about the watches a little bit begrudgingly, but they were saying the prices are a little high, but the fact that because they're the only game in town doing what they're doing, it is irrelevant. Like yeah. they're going to move watches. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just kind of chuckling at it, but I was like, yeah, that, that is true. Right. I mean, you know, you do you boo. Right. Yep. Okay. Um, I got another pick. Uh, speaking of another colorful dial, this watch. Ever since we kind of talked about it, um, post watches and wonders, I I can't get it out of my head, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, because it's a very, it's a very odd choice for me, but I love it, probably way more than I should. Uh, and that's the new Tag Heuer Carrera, uh, thirty-six millimeter hot pink dial. Oh, nice. I, I I don't know what this watch is doing to me, man. It is like I see like live shots of it, and I fall even more enamored with it. Miami Vice, that's what you're thinking. It, it's it's just it's it's something like straight eighties, like it is that eighties neon pink. Um, I love it because it's kind of like you know the real men wear pink you know kind of colorway so it's kind of like that you know in terms of an emotional tie for me but i just love the watch i i could give two craps about tag as a company you know i know they make some okay watches i know this is kind of like not their bread and butter it's a time only carrera it's kind of like the aquaterra i just talked about but there's something about this design in this colorway of a dial that i'm like yeah it does things. So I don't know, man. Maybe I'm having an identity crisis, but uh, maybe I'm just getting to that point in my collection where I just don't care anymore. I'm just like, I like what I like, and it's just like, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, I'll rock the 36-millimeter hot pink dial, and you can just shove it. Um, but it's just cool. I like. I could also see my wife wearing it as well. So I don't know. I like it way more than I, I care to admit, so... Yeah, I gotta say, it gives me GTA vibes. Vice, City. you know it. Yeah, it's a little Vice and City I vibes. Run, you know what I'm saying? I run so far away. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's that's all I hear. Seagulls. When, that's all I hear when I see that watch. Right? So. <laughs> Fucking seagulls. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, cool, I, th- man. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. It's in a, it's in a really good size. It's a nice layout. Again, not the really the bread and butter. Not a chronograph. You know, something a little bit out of the box, but I think definitely something that they're trying to push more recently and that they're making a run at, right? I mean, I know yeah. many of their, even their divers are, are much more well-known than their time onlys, but hey, you know, you got to expand your line somewhere, right? You can't just rest on your laurels and, making chronographs yeah. or making, you know, aqua racers and stuff, so. And the price point is good. I think it's like 3200 bucks. I did so see it's that, It's not yeah. cheap. It's not cheap. It's not, you know, it. It falls in line with a lot of other brands, and and Tag is you know a very well known brand for good or bad reasons at this point. But you know it's just a cool design, it's sporty, and and I think it would be cool to have. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I actually took my next pick and or picks here. Um, I took a, a bit of inspiration from from stuff that you've been talking about over, probably over the past few months, and I was uh, torn between 
um, I know we talk a lot about Ferrer on the show, and mm-hmm. between their newer GMTs, sort of the smaller GMTs that you, we, we talked about, the pink one is really cool. Yep. yep. Um, that and the the Aquamatics. Oh you know, man, we, that is that is a summer. Right, watch. That is the summer. That is a summer watch. Of, this is the most sure. summary of summer watches. <laughs> right, you get all those different, very vibrant oh, colorways. There, they are sort of in the in the diver vein. You know, you're getting a, a little bit of athletic wear there, where you can you can go in the spray park and not feel too bad about it. <laughs> and they're just neat. They're neat. You know, they're very yes. bold. They've got the bold indices and 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 handsets and things and and very very vibrant and, and just different colors than what you're getting everywhere else. So I yeah, I really I, thought I that was a I good one. You know, it's a fantastic one, and I honestly am, am kind of embarrassed that I didn't even think about it because I love this because you were I so high. On it, yeah, yes, I love this collection so much, and I was like. It's it, whenever we do these conversations about what we're going to do, like I always try to go, all right, let me do something that I know I haven't talked about. Or if I've talked about it, let me let me approach it from a different angle or a different way. And um, man, this this little mini collection of, of fairs is just very beachy, very tropical, very cool design. Um, and they're fun. And I think that that's honestly, you know, one of the most impressive things is like they're super fun. Yeah, and I mean, you talk about Miami; they got this one straight up Miami Dolphins, orange <laughs> yeah. and teal, the 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 Thurso or whatever the Torso. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. It's they're very cool. clean. They're very legible. They're sporty. You know, like yeah. this is this is a very fun collection. Yeah. And it's day day, you know, and like it's perfect for travel as well. So even though you don't want to have to really rely on time when you're on vacation mode, you still actually know what where you are in the world. Uh, you have a little bit of that reminder. Okay, it's Friday. We got to get back to work on Monday. So there you go. I don't know. It's a very vacation watch, and and I love it. And the thing too is, you know, this watch is so colorful and fun that like if you were in a vacation area. Most people are not going to recognize it as a luxury watch. You know what I mean? Like it's still got a little bit more of like an under the radar appeal about it because it's so it's overly whimsical that people would probably be like, yeah, it's probably not something I want to take. <laughs> like not for nothing, man. Right, right up around a thousand bucks. Really not a bad pickup. No, just for funsies, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, best almost fits best watch under a thousand dollars. Or you could have a Seiko Five. <laughs> or you could have a Rowing Blazers Seiko Five. Now, like, oh that, man, that's what oh, I'm talking man. about. Oh God, what what cringe! So, which which of the colorways was your favorite of these? You know, I, I I'm torn between straight up Miami Dolphins Thurso, yeah, and the Freshwater. Yeah, the Freshwater's always Freshwater's been a sneaky one, man. White yeah. dial with sort of like the ice bezel and loom. Yeah. This this literally whenever I look at this watch, I literally picture a fisherman like on his boat, standing on top of his yeti, casting into the ocean. Like every time <laughs> I look at this watch, that's the first thought that comes to my mind. I'm like, yeah, that is. I'm already on vacation mode. I don't even realize it. You know what I mean? Um, the Nazare is also one of my favorites. Like the pink with the with the teal. Um, I think it's very cool. Yeah, that one's out there, man. It's out there, but you know, for me, it's it looks like nothing else I own. 
So why not go there? Yeah, that would fit. You know what I mean? That would fit in a collection pretty well. It's just like, it's such an outlier that I absolutely love it. Oh, good pick, man. Good pick. And you can get it on Jubilee, which is nice. Or this pretty sweet, like, pyramid textured rubber, which is also yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I think they actually come with a multitude of straps. If, they if probably I'm not mistaken. do. I mean, a lot of a lot of micro brands do like to provide that kind of value. Experiment Island red bezel, yeah, yeah. Supply yeah. with qu yep. quick release rubber strap, NATO strap, and Jubilee bracelet. Yeah. So you get all three, all three. for just over a thousand bucks. Come at me, bro. That is like a deal for sure. You know, like that is crazy. Nobody's doing that. Oh, and I see the one you like has a wave pattern. Yeah, yeah, it's super subtle. Yeah, super wow. subtle wave pattern. I snuck that in there. It's cool, man. There's a couple of them that have the wave pattern as well, but not all of them do, which is cool. Yeah, okay. See it? Very nice. Yeah, very cool watch, very cool design and man, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of embarrassed I didn't pick it for myself. That's for yeah. sure. And then you got, like I said, you got those GMTs. They get sort of the pink and the mint. Yeah. Again, uh, color playing literally, a, literally a heavy you could role just, here. You could just literally pick any fairer, and it's a summer watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not you gonna lie, I mean? they got a good selection. <laughs> <laughs> they got a they got a fantastic option. They got a fantastic selection. So you could literally pick anything, and it would be a perfect summer watch. Um. All right. Cool. So rounding out one of my favorite sneaky releases of this year. Um, is the new Timex? I'm sorry, Timex Tiso. I have also a Timex on my list. The Tiso PRX full loom dial. Um, okay, yeah, this is uh, this to me is kind of like that nightclub vacation mode where you're like, I'm wearing all white linen, you know, I'm in Miami, and then you go into the nightclub and your dial is just screaming at everybody. That to me is kind of a subtle flex, even though this is, you know, a $350 quartz watch. I just think it's cool. It's on a white rubber, perfect for the summer. Maybe not a diver, maybe not something ultra reliable, super, you know, utilitarian tough, but just a very cool sporty design that is very much of that like 70s, 80s, like Miami Vice vibe. And I like it. And I think I will get this watch at some point soon. I just like it so much. Yeah, I mean, it's a quirky, fun release. Right? I think, like you said, it's kind of sterile white by day, and then you get the aggressive glow by night, so that's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's you know it's a great quartz beater. It's what it is. I mean, and everyone loves a PRX. And like, I'm, I was going to say, I'm seeing the PRX pop up on a lot of wrists of normies nowadays. Yes, yes. Like, really I'm making seeing the it everywhere. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy how often I see it. And I ask people about it because I know you know this was a watch collector's watch first, you know. And I'll ask people like, and like, oh yeah, I saw it on YouTube. I just love the dye. I love the bracelet, so I had to go get it. And I was like, oh yeah, so you're watching Teddy Baldasser videos at twelve twelve in the morning. Uh, perfect. I see you. Yeah, it's weird. This watch and the Moon Swatch. I've been seeing on a lot of normies, and I, I'm I'm intrigued to say the least hey this is how the next generation gets infatuated with watches i think it's a good thing yep yep no doubt no doubts um i will round out mine here with uh it's funny you mentioned it before you were talking about um brew in that respect and this one is sort of the exact opposite of what we've been talking about 
where we have we've got vibrant colors and everything, but their more latest release of the black metric, I thought was just it would make a an extremely fun summer watch. Sort of what I was talking about before, how if you're maybe you're into the car scene, maybe you're just into the warm weather and the, uh, you know, maybe you're not a beach person. Right. You're you're getting a, a sporty watch. Right. With a cool design. You're getting some orange accent. Yeah. Right. And you're getting it in sort of that package that. Only he's putting out right now, you know, and it's a it's a nice price point. And it's just cool, man. And like I said, if you if you're maybe into that car vibe, that's it's right up your alley, right? It's it gives Orfina vibes. You know, maybe yeah. you don't want to buy an Orfina. So maybe you know, maybe you're you're a, a Maverick kind of guy, but you you're like, eh, Orfina. <laughs> I don't want to get that deep. So maybe this will yeah. scratch that itch for you, you know. But I I just thought it was a super cool watch from from the minute I saw it. I was like. Yeah, that's nice. As much as I like the gold one, I think the black one is Yeah, cool. the Max Gold is is pretty good, man. I just think the black is re- like it really uh is kind of sneaky yeah. and under the radar, but also just like just fun enough to, to make for a cool summer watch. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, a lot of these brew watches could really pass for that as well. I mean, there's so many different cool co- kind of collaborations or nods that they've done in the past that 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 are really really nice. I mean, I think the metric is kind of like where brew has really come into its own and really become kind of a a household name. I yeah. mean, I even saw videos about it on YouTube from Rolex flippers. You know what I mean? Like that's how you know you've arrived into something special and unique that people really vibe with. And the metric I think is such is certainly that. I love that it's you know an asymmetrical dial layout. I love kind of the big eye look. It it mixes so many different types of attributes from other popular designs, but the design itself still feels fresh. It still feels refreshingly different, and I love it because you can do something like the Max Gold, and it can be this super like flashy baller looking watch, or you could go for the PVD Black, and it's super low key. Right, it's the same watch, just represented in an entirely different way. That's going to respond to two different people completely. Right. You know, um, I think it's very cool. I love the design. I think you know what uh, what John does with Brew is 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 pretty amazing. So, I love this. I love the love the watch, man. This is a this is a cool one for sure. All right, you got anything else over on your end? I got. Um, I got one last watch that I kind of threw in here, and then I have one kind of like honorable mention. Um, so my last watch, kind of bringing home the '80s theme, it's it's nothing crazy. It's ninety nine bucks. It's the Timex T80 steel in thirty six millimeter. It's a resin strap, so it's a basically a steel case with a resin strap, and this dial and resin strap has like a gradiated pink to purple. Almost fume patterning, if you will, uh, but it's an analog digital watch. Um, I'm sorry, it's a it's a digital watch, not analog digital. It's an it's a digital watch with an LCD screen, um, but steel case, so it's very funky, very 80s. I mean, T80 is in the name as well, but I just like it. I I I've told you about it before that I liked it. <laughs> it's just such a silly design. 
but I'm kind of like, yeah, why not? Like, this is fun. This is like a great, you know, grab coffee kind of watch. Like you're just going to throw something on and it's kind of a little, little sporty, a little chic, but nothing too crazy or, you know, snobby. It's just fun. And I think this summer is all about color. It's all about fun. Uh, so for me, this would be kind of that, that perfect body embodiment of that. And plus, if you didn't want to spend a lot of money, I think it's a great option uh, at just under a hundred bucks. Now, yeah, I think that's something worth noting. Yeah. I mean, again, this is a no frills watch, you know, you're getting what you're getting for a hundred dollars. It's just cool that they have it in a few different colorways that make it feel more unique and special. Yeah, that's and what I was looking I like at. That. That's what I was looking I like at. I saw that. like a pink to orange. I saw yeah. blue to green. Yep. Yeah, I think there's three colorways in total. But I wouldn't be surprised if given the popularity of these that they expand that even further. Um and I this is kind of coming out right on the heels of like the Barbie movies coming out. And uh, I think yep. some of these watches might have been like used in the film as well. So I feel like this is kind of tying into that like 80s Mattel Barbie Barbie world type thing. Um, I don't think this one's a very Barbie watch personally, but I could see how that could kind of like fit into the 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 color scheme of that world, you know? Um yeah, so I think we would also be remiss if we didn't talk about one of the most highlight watches of 2023. Uh, especially as it as it correlates to, to to summer watches, and that would be our friends uh, at Mister Jones, a perfectly <laughs> useless afternoon, the new mechanical version, which is now up for sale on the website, ladies and gentlemen. So if you've been putting it off, the course model at thirty seven millimeters is sold out, unfortunately, boohoo. But the forty millimeter, the brand new mechanical, is up for sale right now. Uh, go and get it. Support our friends at Mr. Jones. Very nice. And maybe one day they'll learn from us that we, we really helped catapult them into the sales figures of 2022 and 2023. So um, you're welcome. But I think uh, no Summer Watch collection uh, could, could ever be complete without a, a perfectly useless afternoon. So That's, that's all I got. That's very good. I like that. I like that a lot. So... Yeah, definitely go check that out if you haven't already, because you know we're fans of it, and apparently a lot of other people are too. Because <laughs> yeah, apparently still, man, there's people everywhere rocking this watch now, which is cool. Yeah, very fun. Um, but yeah, I know that's it on my end. So if that's it for you. Uh, we can send this one off, and we will catch everybody next week on episode eighty-four, closing mm-hmm. it on hundred fast. I know. So fast. Scary. Scary. All right, my friend. Catch you next week. All right, buddy. Take it easy.